Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Naming the Enemy, and it's us. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Tuesday, July 11th in the year 2023. Patriots, the one thing we have to start facing is the reason that we are here where we are with the amount of pedophilia, their rampant attack on our children is not because of some magical force on the outside. It's because of the people that we live in and around. And they're constantly woven into our communities, and we just don't pay enough attention, and we don't ask enough questions. The burden ultimately falls on us as we sit around and realize that these people that are after the children are everywhere. Tonight we're going to look at a whole bunch of this, including a recent case that's come out of Polk County with one of America's best sheriffs, Sheriff Grady Judd. Before we begin, make sure that you are being well prepared. We are heading into quite a time with food and food crisis. Prices at the grocery store are starting to skyrocket. People are starting to have not enough money for food. We're beginning the collapse of a greater system. And naturally, it's all by design. Between the attacks on our food system, the shortages that are already being predicted by, to, by next spring of food production, the weather, Shortages of fertilizer, we're in a tailspin right now of a crisis. You need to have at the core an emergency amount of food that will carry you for at least 90 days. That's why we have My Patriot Supply. If you head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, you're going to find a great selection of high-quality products, great nutrition, and a full selection of things that taste great as well that are for your family to prepare your family for that time when you don't want to be caught short. And this is literally an insurance policy that everybody needs to have. This food will last on the shelf for up to 25 years. It's fantastic quality. It's the food that we need to have in that ultimate reserve in a solid food plan. So head on over to My Patriot Supply. Use or go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Go there, select what you need, take advantage of the specials that are being pushed right now, and get yourself prepared. Have that emergency foundation in your food supply that everybody needs in their home. <clears throat> so again, go to preparewithbards.com. Well, Patriots, tonight I want to just begin with a story that is not brand new, but it's pretty new. This just happened on July 10th, and I want you to hear this one as we begin. From Camp Pendleton is being questioned after a teenage girl who went missing for days was recently discovered on base. A statement from Camp Pendleton said a Marine was taken into custody for questioning last Sunday as seen on a July 2nd social media post that has not been independently verified by CBS News. A representative for the base said a Marine with Combat Logistics Battalion 5 1st Marine Logistics Group was questioned after a female minor was found in the barracks. According to the timeline from the San Diego County Sheriff's Department, the 14-year-old ran away from home on June 9th. She was reported missing by her grandmother four days later, and the teen was found on June 28th. She was found in the barracks by military police. 
A woman who claims to be a relative of the 14-year-old girl posted her concerns on TikTok Friday. She claims the girl was being brought on base for sex and blames Camp Pendleton's security procedures. CBS News was unable to reach her for comment and cannot verify her claims. This is upsetting and absolutely unacceptable. According to the base website, it follows a trusted traveler procedure, which allows a uniformed service member to present their ID while vouching for any accompanying visitors. In a statement to CBS News, Camp Pendleton said, security at the base is a top concern. This command takes this matter and all allegations very seriously, and the incident is under investigation, and we will continue to cooperate with NCIS and appropriate authorities. So I just want to point out the couple ways that they polish that turd. You notice how everything it's said is very strategic by the report. Number one, that she's a runaway. They didn't tell you that she had disabilities. She had, so she had some mental disabilities, but she's a runaway. So that immediately puts her in a category of the parents are inept or there's trouble at home. They also are using this as alleged reports. Say unverified report by someone who claims to be a relative. These are how they build the doubt in every story to try to protect themselves that are all working with these pedophiles. This is the nature of things. And the fact that Americans still buy this garbage and believe it and don't ask the hard questions and are in out, total outrage over something like this is stunning to me. But that's because, again, if we're looking for the enemy, look no further than us, we the people. We're not doing our job. We're not asking the hard questions to hold people accountable, as must happen. Now, just to give you an idea where we're at, this piece right here will give you a glimpse of where the world is going because we're all being forced into this channel of a global one world order. This is their goal. How about this for an absolute shocker? The Telegraph report that the World Health Organization who gave us disastrous COVID lockdowns, who sided with China over the lab leak theory and hopped into bed with obese health guru Bill Gates to roll out vaccine tyranny, now think that four-year-olds should learn about sex, masturbation, the pleasure their own body can give them and reflect on what their gender identity might be. Four-year-olds. This is all part of the terrifying woke movement which has infiltrated our politics, the media, corporations, and our public institutions. At the extreme end, and I'm not making this up, there are figures on the hard progressive left who think paedophiles should be renamed as minor attracted adults for their dignity and their understanding. You heard me right. And whether it's provocative sexualized drag show acts in primary schools, or male woodwork teachers in Canada with their fake tits pouring out all over the place, it seems that woke ideology is deeply perverted and seeks to effectively groom tiny children into questioning whether they are a boy or a girl and sexualizing them from the age of naught. That's right, I kid you not, the WHO guidance to schools, God help us, says that sexuality education starts from birth. If you don't think that's sick, if you don't think that's disgusting, if you don't think that should be illegal, then I can't help you. The World Health Organization can go to hell. Yeah, we've got a little break here to remind ourselves of how much we love the World Health Organization. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. 
The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to <coughs> iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I targetpro.com itargetpro.com offer code is bards all right patriots so the problem we have here is that these people are everywhere in our communities and i just don't think people are saturated enough to believe it i've heard things say like well it's really on the coasts it's everywhere these pedophiles are everywhere in any community that doesn't believe that you need to start opening your eyes now florida in polk county happens to have a pretty high concentration of them because they're so close to Disney World. And in news that would make me very much smile, and actually did make me smile today, Disney World has been all but void of customers, which is wonderful. I can't tell you how much how happy that makes me. But we are dealing with a major problem. So as an example, in this post today, Disney World in Orlando is suffering. Here is a nearly mid-July, schools are out, families are on vacation, and the streets at Disney are just about empty. Hooray. Good, because I think parents are starting to understand what's going on here. This That place is a grooming central, is what that is. And we have to start really looking as well as how pervasive this is. We're going to come back to Polk County in just a second, but I really want to point out a couple of things here. Biden's top aide staffer, and this is his, his the most highly remunerated re staff member, is his monkey pox coordinator, Dmitry Daskalaskis. And he is a Christian, a Christ desecrating occultist, which would also mean that he wants kids for sacrifice. Just, be, just to be clear, this stuff's very real. We have, and the Connecticut is passing a bill to discriminate, to ban discrimination against minor attracted persons. That thing you just heard is actually happening here in Connecticut right now. All of this is happening around us, and it's going to take communities to start standing up and start putting their foot down. The question is, when is that going to happen? And what is it going to take to get people to truly, truly start saying enough is enough? Take a listen to Megan Kelly. If we don't find our voices and start speaking up against this nonsense, we can kiss every woman's face goodbye. We can kiss women's rights goodbye. We can kiss sororities goodbye. We can take off our tops and our underwear and do our yoga in front of perverted men who just want to get off watching us till the cows come home. Stick your daughter in the sorority. Let them at her. Find your voices, ladies, and the men who support us. Otherwise, this is our future. 
I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to deal with this shit at at Tridelt, at Kappa Kappa Gamma, in the women's locker room. You can be supportive of trans people and what they're going through without surrendering to this madness. And no, you can't be supportive of trans people. Sorry, not going to do it. Okay? Trans people, you're screwed up. You are dealing with sexual dysphoria, gender dysphoria. You have a mental problem. And your problem, your mental problem always leads to the same thing. You have a desire to diddle and screw kids. Not going to work. There's no peace to be made here. Period. End of story. And this is literally raise the black flag and give no quarter. This stuff is insane, what's going on. So what I want to do here is I want to play something. It's a little bit long, but it's intentional. I'm going to play and end up playing here in three segments, which is going to take about 12 minutes. We're going to go through three of the perps that were just picked up in Polk County. This is Sheriff Grady Judd. And I want you to hear some of the descriptions of some of this heinous crap that's going on in our country that we're so worried about what's coming into the country. We are not going to solve this problem until we solve the problem in our own borders. We have the people that are digesting this consumer product. That's in heavy quotations. They're consuming this product here in this country. So let's start with the introduction to this whole problem of what they have with Sheriff Part 1. Sheriff Grady Judd on their latest arrest. Thank you for being with us today. I know that you know that my number one priority at the Sheriff's Office is for all of us to protect the community and specifically our children, which are the youngest and the most vulnerable. My detectives are simply the very best and they've been at work again. Today we're going to talk about child pornographers. Now, I want to underscore that data tells us that if child pornographers had the opportunity, the overwhelming majority of them would, in fact, sexually batter children. So our goal is to get these folks out of circulation, get them arrested for their evil deeds. And what we're going to talk about today, you'll, I think you'll agree, is evil deeds before they have the opportunity to victimize children in person. Why do I say that? Because anytime you buy, sell, trade child pornography and view it, then the child who's in that child pornography is re-victimized. Um, I will underscore today that even though we seized 1,276 images of horrible frightening child pornography. In this particular operation, we did not identify any victims that we could rescue. And that's our primary goal. 1,276, that was felony two charges. Actually, we had four felony three for a total of 1,280 criminal felony counts or charges. Now, folks, Children have been victimized through video clips and or still photos. And I'm joined today by our state attorney's prosecutor. Brian Haas simply has the best state attorney's office. Brad Copley has prosecuted these cases for years and worked with our folks on the search warrants and the arrest warrants. As we targeted these folks who are victimizing children with just 
the swapping and selling and looking at child porn, but you're going to hear much more in just a minute. All of these people, which is unusual, are from Polk County. They should know better because we're coming after everyone who does this with a vengeance and will chase you to the ends of the earth. And you've been here in the past when we, in fact, chased one all the way to Australia. But what you're not going to see today, for good reason, is the screaming and hollering of the children in pain and agony and fear why they're being sexually battered. That's right. My detectives have to see the video clips of the children screaming in pain and fear and agony because of evil monsters that are creating the child porn that these people are swapping and enjoying in their deranged mind. But it's important that we go over these folks because I want you to have a full understanding of just how nasty they are. They're nasty, nasty people. First, let me introduce you to David Sparks. He's 66 years of age. He's retired. He was in customer service, and he's married. He's charged with 350 counts of child porn that we found on a CD. We found that these children that were being sexually battered were between three months old and 12 years old on the porn that he had. His wife of 10 years is a retired child protective services worker out of Missouri. She had no knowledge of his evil deeds and was absolutely mortified because she spent years and years and years protecting children only to have his secret life destroying children's lives. Because you see, if there weren't people to watch child porn, there wouldn't be anybody making child porn. And you see him from the outside. As the detective said, he looks like a nice old grandfather. Until you get into his digital devices and see the evilness that lurks behind the curtain. So you can hear here just how dark this is. We have somebody who is literally in the community. They are, they're an elderly person. They're married to somebody who's in child protective services. And they've been hiding in plain sight, even from their wife. Now, I have problems with this on so many levels. Because for one thing, I'm asking, like, okay, so what, what's the relationship that this guy can actually go about and get this done without the wife knowing? There has to be a lot of openness here. And there's going to be a lot of things shredded, including relationships, when this stuff comes to the surface. And it's just the way it's going to be. Now, I want you to hear this next part. This was the photographer. Take a listen. Then there's Stefan Young. He's 58. Stefan has a business, a photography business, called Enchanting Boudoir. Now, for Polk County. To me, that's like taking pictures of people in their underwear, okay? But they call it enchanting boudoir. So we started an undercover operation against this guy because we had a concerned citizen who saw his advertisements on Craigslist that he would take photographs of people in their underwear. 
And he found out that they would do this also for children. So he called on us, and we appreciate this man in the community being curious, making a phone call, saying, ooh, there's something here, and notifying us, so we went undercover. He claimed that he had taken photographs of children as young as 13, not only in their lace and silk underwear, but sometimes totally nude. But he bragged that he did this with the parents' authorization. Now, we don't know who these children are yet. We don't know who these parents are yet. But I want to tell you parents something. If you're having your children's nude photographs taken by Stefan Young or anybody else in provocative, sexual, lacy underwear, we're going to put you in jail too. That is not all right, ever. In addition to that, he said he would do dressed and undressed pictures with the undercovers children. And he said, but listen, if Grady Judd finds out, we're in trouble. Because see, he'll take art and make it pornography. Well, Stefan, it's pornography, it's not art, and your ugly mug is in the county jail. That's right. He knew he was going to be in trouble when we figured it out. Because Grady Judd takes art and makes it pornography. He justified this as art. It's not art when you're taking nude pictures of children. It's not art when you're in possession of child porn. And he also said he had... Once again, this is his communication. We need these victims. That he had physical contact, physical sexual contact, with two girls as young as 9 and 11 years of age. We don't know where they are. We need those victims. We're looking for them. And then he told the undercover another Grady Juddism. Don't talk to Grady Judd. If you do, I'll go to jail. He was right. He's in jail. He knew what he was doing was wrong, or he wouldn't have been concerned that Grady Judd knew. Listen, he's still under investigation. There are people in this community that know of his evilness, that know that, according to his statements, not ours, that he sexually battered children that he took photographs, nude photographs, of little children. We want to find those victims. Help us out. This is a bad man. And we want him to go to prison for a long time. This is right inside of a community where they are actively pursuing pedophiles on a regular basis. And here's the last segment I want to play for you. This is the Disney employee. Take a listen. And then there's Paul Val. He's 40 from Davenport. He's married. 
He works at Disney World at Cosmic Rays Restaurant. In fact, he just recently moved to Polk County from Indiana, and he moved here specifically to work at Disney World. Well, you know, back in the day, they arrested Willie Sutton for robbing banks. He was a notorious bank robber. And they asked Willie Sutton, hey, Willie, why do you rob banks? And he said, well, that's where the money is. Well, why do people like Paul Vell work at Disney? Because that's where the children are. And they want to be around children. He had 540 counts of child pornography from newborns to eight years of age. He also had videos. And he's, he was a sadio masochist. There was photographs where they had tied up babies in preparation for sexual battery. There was one where a child was just weeks old where they had the child's hands tied behind her back. Are you getting it? This is in our country. This is happening like you're going down to this. They can go out on the online and shop like they're going to Walmart and finding this crap. There is a, a pandemic in this country, and it's a moral pandemic that we have going on here. Now, Sheriff Grady Judd is punching hard on this. Just to give you an idea of some of the cases that they have done. They, June 2023, a three-generation drug sting, which was that they found enough fentanyl to kill 100,000 people. In February 2023, hundreds arrested in large Polk County human trafficking sting. 213 people arrested. In September 2022, child sexting involving Disney employees. In September 2022, Operation Fall Hall, a human trafficking operation. In August 2022, huge drug trafficking operation sting. In June 2022, Operation Child Protector 2, which involved children and some Disney employees. I don't know. It's just like there's an amazing connection here with Disney and pedophiles. Amazing. March 2022, Operation March Sadness 2, large human trafficking bust. March 20, January 2022, large child porn distributor bust. August 2021, Operation Child Protector, large human child trafficking bust involving children. This list goes on and on. This is one county, Polk County, and the, the common denominator there is Disney. But the greater common denominator is it's Americans, people here in the United States. They're, they're people. They're supposed to be human. They're lost. And they're finding this as a profitable business, and they're finding pleasure in the abuse, torture, destruction of everything from a three-week-old child to teens. Oh, my gosh. There's no pointing outwards here. You know, great, all this work that's being done overseas to go find the core problem of the child sex traffickers. They are going to exist as long as there is a market to sell it and there's consumers to take it. Guess what? Here we are. So when we talk about Operation Vineyard, Operation Vineyard is the building of the network of county by county in the United States to start identifying these networks, 
building the safe houses for kids, making sure we have a communication note, a county-level podcast that will broadcast this stuff like Polk County's doing, and then coordinating through common law with our sheriffs and other, other elements to find these people and get them off the streets forever. And that includes, and I'm just putting this out here because if you're one of those out here listening, periphery, you're like, oh, that's a lot of smoke. No, this isn't a lot of smoke. I want to be very clear because we, we always talk about the traffickers and we talk about the abductors, the handlers, the mules, but we're going after the financiers and the users of the product. Let's be clear, not just the creators of, the, of this disastrous, horrible product. We're going after the users and the financiers. That's the objective on this long term of, of Operation Vineyard. We have to root out this corruption, this moral stank that has settled into our nation. And it is corrupting children, which are then become the next generation. And all of this is on we the people. We're living in a surveillance state a surveillance state that monitors every damn thing we do, and somehow they are, don't have the ability to stop this trafficking. We know that's complete garbage. We know that this surveillance state is built so that the perpetrators of this crime can continue to operate unimpeded while they crush us. The tables have to turn. If we want to win this game, we become the surveillors of the state. That means every single county builds out an intelligence cell of we the people. We monitor what they do. We track what they do. We expose what they do. And we do it every single county at a time. No county le is left behind, literally. And we set this up so that they have no place to hide. Because I guarantee you, the farther you dig, you're going to find it everywhere. In your churches. You're going to find it in your government. You're going to find it in your sheriff's department, police department, in your schools, and in your local neighborhoods. It's everywhere. Because these people have become sick and misguided, lacking a moral base and any sort of relationship with the living God. And let me tell you, I will pray for judgment on every damn one of these people. This is infuriating. And it's unbelievable how deep this corruption is. We're sitting here in a nation when we're trying to figure out like, oh, is Trump going to fix it? Trump's not going to do shit to fix this nation until we do our job to get rid of this problem. And this is the problem. It's we, the people of the United States, that have allowed these other people to corrupt our country and to use our children for their pleasure and profit while they destroy God's gift to us. We are literally living in the greatest information war in history, and it has completely degraded our, our ability to understand where the real threat is. The best way to gain control of the most intelligent, powerful species on the planet would be to completely divide them from the love within themselves. As soon as they are old enough to begin creating an understanding of who they are, force them into a system that teaches them that it is wrong to be yourself if yourself is different from what is accepted as normal. Confuse them about their own biological makeup so that they think that permanently altering their body is the answer to happiness. Require their daily attendance at an institution that makes them focus only on the information that is provided. Make them attend that institution from age 5 until an adult and repeatedly test them on the information so that it becomes their truth. Give them an explanation to everything so that they never have a chance to make their own assumptions of the world. Scold them and humiliate them if they suggest an opinion that opposes that of their authoritatives. Keep reminding them of how cruel their ancestors were to each other in the past and broadcast how cruel they are to each other in the present. Only show them tragedies on the news so that they live in fear and think the worst of one another.
Convince them that their species used to be that of an incognizant wild animal. Make them think that their very existence is so incredibly random that they lack purpose and struggle to make sense of a creator. Tell them that their kind is as smart as they've ever been so that they don't question the integrity of the system that they're in. Provide them idols with artificial beauty and use them as examples of what it is to look perfect so that they are never content with their own appearance and can't help but to compare themselves amongst each other. Create addictive digital platforms that rank them by numbers so that they base their self-worth off of the amount of followers that they have and are never satisfied. Build a society around them in which those who have money benefit and those who don't fail. Make money their main focus, but make it so difficult to accumulate that they remain in a place of constant struggle, forced to dedicate the majority of their time to the system that made it this way. Tax them in every way possible, but tell them that it's for their own benefit so that they don't think twice about paying it. Take so much of their time and energy throughout the week, but give them two days to themselves so that they feel a sense of reward and don't fight back. Promote the consumption of poison in every social setting so that even on those two days, they remain disconnected from themselves and each other. Pump their food with excess sugars and addictive chemicals, but make it cheap, advertised, and easily accessible so that they never stop consuming. When their food makes them ill, prescribe them medication that only masks the symptoms so that they become dependent on it every day. Charge them so much money for health care so that they stay in a constant loop of consuming, medicating, and working. Cause chaos amongst them and blame it on a group of their own so that they form judgmental stereotypes. Turn them against each other in so many ways so that even if they were to connect on one, they would still be divided by another. And what do they do under all that chaos and confusion? They go after the kids. The children have always been the target. Always. They have been the target from the very beginning. These pedos aren't new. They've just been growing in number and, and, and arrogance. And now we're in a place where God is literally giving us a gift. The gift is that they're being exposed to the light. I said this last night on Fishers of Men. If you haven't listened to it, please do. But I'll repeat it here in, in some. This requires the full gamut of what God's children are about. So if you're one that believes that the only way through this is prayer, no, sorry, because biblically that never lines up. We need everything from prayer to prayer healers to intercessors to medical people to help heal. We need people to teach and inspire the youth. We need people that will be strong in their communication and bold in speaking truth into the communities. We need people that will dig hard and research, use their time and talents to find out the true networks of what's going on and verify, verify, verify. We need people that need to find out where these, perp these perpetrators live. We need people to be able to expose them and help them being brought to custody and whatever else needs to happen along that line. Because at some point or another, you're going to have to have the gamut from prayer to, Jer to Jericho. And it's not going to be solved any other way. We the people are who have this country. That's who God gave it to. Not we the federal government that we will protect you. Because they're not. They're hiding all of this. And don't kid yourself. There's I'm not a person that's in our government that doesn't know that this stuff goes on. They turn a blind eye. They'll tell you they don't. They're lying. It is everywhere. And it's been allowed to be everywhere because our leadership in this, in this country never had the stones to stand up to it. I read this the other day. Someone said, well, it's all blackmail. But if you had to choose between blackmail and protecting your family, you're going to go along with the blackmail. You deserve a one-way ticket to hell for saying that. 
at one point or another, people have to stand up and do the right thing. And this is the only time we've ever had where the people are finally awake enough. I think as a mass, we can stand up and do the right thing. Wouldn't it be interesting if the devil could tell us what he was about? Well, here's an interesting piece. I don't know who did this, but it is really good, and it is on point to how the devil might just play his role. If I was the devil, my first victim would be the kids. From the moment they left their mother's precious wombs and were born, I would condition them to see racial division as a norm. And I wouldn't stop till I've stripped their innocence, divide and conquer. It's the oldest trick in the book of Genesis. And see, as they grew up, I would, I would continue my infiltration. For 12 years, I would steal their hearts and minds from them and call it education. If I was the devil, my next victim would be women. I'd make old, out-of-touch men control women's bodies and rights. What better way to curse God than to disrespect the very bringers of life? Speaking of God, if I was the devil when it comes to religion, I put my plan together perfectly. I'd allow you to worship Jesus every Sunday, and on the other six days, I'd make you worship me. In the form of money, fame, lust, and greed to my religion, I wouldn't need to convert you. I'd turn the Ten Commandments to the Ten Suggestions and make virtue signaling more important than virtue. I'd give you just enough religion to hate each other, but not enough to love each other. And for my final evil strategy, I'd make you forget the whole purpose of religion was spirituality. If I was the devil, I, I wouldn't come dressed in a red cape and pointy horns. I'd drive a Lambo, have a pretty face and a Gucci belt on. Basically, I'd take the form of everything you ever wished for and watch you create your own hell. I don't need to torch the earth. And as far as politicians go, I'd change nothing they're already doing my dirty work if i was the devil low-key i'd be behind the scenes you wouldn't have to see me i would normalize dysfunction and call it reality tv and in this reality i would attack your self-worth making it hard to heal from i'd show you images of fake bodies and make them more attractive than real ones if i was the devil i'd make you pray to technology and idolize those who created i'd make clout the number one drug and steal millions of lost souls as they chased it. Now, if I was the devil, I, I wouldn't do it all at once. I'd take my time instead. I'd eat away at your morals little by little, exactly how cancer spreads. Speaking of cancer, if I was the devil, I'd feed you tasty food that makes you ill. Then I'd turn your doctors into drug dealers, selling you pills that keep you coming back instead of truly heal. Yeah, if I was Lucifer, then I'd know life and death are in the tongue. So I'd make your knife and fork your executioner. So you can't achieve higher consciousness if your body is sick. You won't opt for positive information if you have inflammation. If I was Satan, my cleverness would be admired. Why do you think the word inflammation literally means to set on fire? If I was the devil, I'd show you how to really flex. I would release pandemics on the world to give people the chance to really care for each other and then sit back and laugh as they exploited and became scared of each other. Basically, if I was the devil, I'd keep doing what I'm doing. God is my witness. I already control your systems. Don't try to fight against this. Because for my last trick, I would make smart people like you doubt whether I ever existed.
The devil's very real, and what he's doing is very real, and it's going after the kids. So I want you to reflect on this little story here. The problem we have right now in our communities and around our country is we have no sense of accountability, none. People are getting away with things because they don't feel there's any consequences. So let's go back to the 16th century. Actually, it was the year 500 B.C. There's a painting in the 16th century that is showing two people skinning a man alive. But here's the story. It was a corrupt judge, Sisamnus. It was in the year of 500 B.C. Sisamnus was a corrupt royal judge at the time of Cambyses II in Persia. It was discovered that he took a bribe in court and passed an unfair judgment. As a consequence, the king ordered that he be arrested for his corruption and ordered that he be skinned alive. Before passing judgment, the king asked Sisamus who he wished to nominate as his successor. Sisamus, in his greed, chose his son, Otanus. The king agreed and appointed Otanus to replace his father, he subsequently passed judgment and ordered that Sisamus removed that the that the Sisamus removed skin should be used to upholster the seat on which the new judge would sit in court to remind him of the potential consequences of corruption. Otanus, in his deliberations, was forced to always remember that he was always sitting on the skin of his executed father. This helped to ensure fairness and equity in all his hearings, deliberations, and sentences. We need harsh justice now. As much as it may be hard for people to accept, we have to get back to biblical. These people are running amok and destroying the children, and they are doing this unimpeded. It's atrocious to me that the only place we in our hearts know that there will be justice delivered is when these pedophiles are brought into prison. That makes no sense. And yet we know it's happening. We know that the only place that they will ultimately see justice is when a pedophile is cast into a prison because prisoners have no room for pedophiles. And the worst part about that statement is those prisoners who are already in and some who are making a choice between a potential of getting out are sacrificing what they have left of an opportunity to leave prison to take care of the problem that we've let persist. I just shake my head sometimes. When we're looking for the enemy, look no further. Look at us. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you today heavy-hearted with the continued exposure and the rampant depth of this corruption and morality and even just basic humanity as we see a cancerous growth within people, a collective of people across this nation that find children to be the prize of their pleasure and their profit, and to doing so with the most heinous intentions ever. Father, tonight, with the powers given to us by our Savior, Jesus Christ, and the blood of the cross, we're asking and bringing to the throne judgment. Judgment upon all of these pedophiles. Judgment, harsh judgment, something that will not allow any of them to escape. 
a justice that will be so profound that it will literally shake the world and the judgment will be clear that it's coming from you. And a judgment that will shake so much that it will leave even those on the fringe or wondering, those that have been involved on the peripheral, so shocked, so stunned that they will ultimately find their only way forward is to seek repentance in Christ. Father, we pray as well for a strong hedge of protection around our children, the children that we have been entrusted to protect. And as our prayers continue each night, Father, we continue for the inspiration the strength and the the glory of heaven to flow through Operation Vineyard so that we can now move this forward at a rapid pace with all the resources and the hearts of the Christ warriors to stand in and to start assembling in ways that we can start operating effectively in our communities, county by county, to set up the pillars that will build the strength of protection around the children and to help rescue, heal, and restore them to the mightiness of kingdom. Guide us. In these hours, Jesus, walk with us under the, and let us walk proudly under your banner. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Get on fire about this. Be righteously pissed off. This is unacceptable in any time in history, in particular now. And we all have a responsibility in our communities to keep aware, to pay attention, and to call things out. And if people don't like it, Well, tough. Wake up to the real world. This is everywhere. And it's time for us to start asking the hard questions, pointing out the potential problems like that citizen did with the sheriff's department that found that strange list in in Craigslist. It takes all of us to solve this problem. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. 
So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 